0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day, greetings. This morning's uh, Dharma talk is titled Why Questions, or Why Questions, Why, quote unquote, Why Questions. So this is something we do all the time. Why is this? Why is that? Why, why, why? Why didn't you go to the store? Why didn't you get milk? Uh, I don't know. Was it on the list? Well, it should have been. Wait a minute. I didn't put it on the list. Why didn't you put it on the list? It's just a simple little, it's why, why all the time. And even the Buddha started out with a why question. You could say, why is there suffering life is suffering why we want something else desire well, that's the simple version and this is the one we get uh, attached to is why this is happening why that's happening why why we actually abandon you could say prematurely what's actually being questioned or something about it uh, the one that i recommend some of you heard me say this I've given a talk on this before, maybe even with the same title, I don't know. Is the what question? You might want to go with the what question. Not in every case, of course. Some questions really need, we need to ask why. But when it's something that continues to uh, come up in the mindstream, when it continues to show up as, and then we take what shows up and we actually abandon what shows up, not completely but somewhat we shut down on it, we modify it before we've even looked at it closely by saying, what? We say, why? Why is this happening to me? Why do I feel this way? Why do I feel anxious? And again, in the fundamental relative situation, which is, can actually be tracked relatively, I'm, I'm saying this happens, this happened and then, then that happened, and then that happened and then something else happened. This happens here, it won't really cause that to happen over there, but it's not that separate. It's not so separate that you can get in and be a fundamental materialist and figure everything out, get ahead of the game, uh, win the lottery and uh, so on. Even astrologers, as powerful as astrology is as far as archetypes and circularity, there is no future, sorry. Pretty brash statement there is no future there's no past to uh, the illusion why is there suffering why am i suffering why are you suffering what's going on could be as simple as just
1: uh,
0: some kind of illness or something it does have a relative situation that's very powerful and it's so overwhelmingly powerful as this caused that caused that tit for tat kind of thing that we just get seduced by it. most of the world is operating out of right and wrong, that polarity up and down, back and forth, successful, unsuccessful, winning and losing. Even the, the one that's, you can't logically talk somebody out of uh, the, the n- non-separation of pain and pleasure. Even if you go in and say, well, it's the same nerve endings that hurt, the same nerve endings that are are gratified uh, or Uh, Soothed. That doesn't seem to do it. It doesn't help. So the encouragement here is basically to be uh, fairly radical with what's happening in your mind stream. To whatever's showing up, rather than go to why, which starts to go like that, to actually look at what is that? Look at all the fingers. Instead of just the first one, as soon as it shows up, we immediately go to why. And of course, what's going to come back is just that if that at all you aren't going to get the entirety of it because we are so seduced by or hooked into or addicted at addicted to getting something passion we want it we want we want to know and we will if we get any kind of because the difficulty in our life is the pain or suffering or Agitation or anxiety in our life is so difficult. We will settle for that first thing that shows up. Okay, that's that's why, that's why that's happening. Sometimes called blame. Don't blame. But if you do blame, just be observant about the blaming. Try to understand, try to see the totality of leaving what's happening for who caused it. You might want to look at what that is closely. This is called shikantaza. Just look at it. Look at your life, sir. Sure. I'm bowing the, the seduction of why is really intense, and I'm wondering if we can continue to function while we're still trying to figure out a situation. Of course. It's, a, it's a, as you've heard me say, uh, 1,500 times, it's always the awareness. Not so, Even though we're talking about why or what or should you or shouldn't you, and the, the protocol or the activity in terms of some kind of form, so uh, awareness rules awareness is king awareness is queen uh, awareness is royalty you want to use that continue to use that kind of an image. awareness awareness awareness, aware and there's no awareness unless there's some kind of receiving and there's no complete awareness uh, as long as there is a receiver they have to start somewhere so let's start with receiving and when you receive let let you in on something here I've done before. I just, said, I just said, when you receive, I have no idea what I'm going to say next. You can live in an open dimension where you have no idea about who you are, what this is, or what's going to happen next. You can do that. You're going to need to do that. I don't care whether you become a Buddhist or become ordained, become a monk. But you can see what this is moment by moment by moment. And when you see that, you realize there really never was a moment. It's just a way of talking about what? The present? Even that's a big lie. You can see this. When I say that, when I'm talking about it that way, I'm I'm uh, leading with your awareness, leading with your, you won't know what anything is. But when you begin to see that you're not separate from anything, then you will comment or talk or maybe give a Dharma talk based on what you see. Because you're seeing it all the time. You can do this. Or, here's an either or, you get back in the boat. Or, you can just continue to spin around and chasing your tail. Or chasing what you think is right or truth. Instead of seeing the truth, which is the truth. What is the truth? Find out. Find out. By looking at lives, I have a question? Did you raise your hand? That was in a, another time and place. You were scratching your nose. Maybe.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Monte Belling, you say um, that we are missing our lives. How are we missing our lives? By being caught in emotions. Point.
0: Yes. That's how. Did you say by being caught in emotion? how are we missing our lives when by, we're so caught up in You're missing it by being caught in the emotion. But you're also missing it by not being aware that you're caught in the emotion. And instead of trying instead of being just aware of that, instead we fight with it. You wanna know? Why is why am I caught? Who caught me? Who did this? Who caused this emotion? How can I stop this? More.
2: So when we're aware of our emotion, yes, are we living our lives?
0: I would conclude that quickly.
2: Go ahead. How are we missing our lives? What are you pointing at, though? Pardon? What
1: are you pointing at? I'm pointing saying?
0: at whatever occurs is totally appropriate. It gets it comes with its own credentials, its own passport. If it's happening. It's it's happening. It's dependent origination, and if you don't see dependent origination deeply, then you will continue to think there's such a thing as right and wrong, and good things that happen and bad things that happen. These are all imputations of the ego mind, the self-centered mind that wants to control thing. The whole world is just loaded, loaded. It's overloaded. It's it's it could come apart at any moment. So you're missing your life by the karma that I'll make a story out of it. In the 13th century, something was happening there. Cause and effect, cause and effect, cause and effect. And then someone was there, cause and effect. Then the next century, then the next lifetime, then the next lifetime. And then you, all of us, we all show up in this lifetime. It's just a way of talking about it, it's a story. It's not true fundamentally. And all the cause and effect has brought us into this, here we are in the classroom again, in the third grade again. Here we are. And our life is, we have our story and our differentiation between other people's stories. You know, some people have big ears. Some people have little ears. Some people have black skin. Some people have white skin. All the differentiation makes it look like there's some kind, the illusion of separation shows up that way. And then we, based on causes and conditions and how we've been doing the last uh, 1,500 years, just to make a story about it, uh, here you are again, back in class. and different than someone maybe next door who not only has never heard of the uh, of the truth ultimate truth whether it came through it comes through buddha dharma or some other way of teaching uh, they, they don't they don't have that option they don't have they're not free and well favored they're not free to actually come to something like this and well favored in that their mind isn't so clogged with otherness with me me and my stuff and how what i like what i don't like what should happen what shouldn't happen that they can actually receive what is being pointed at so they're missing your life, and if you're in here, you can you can continue to listen to this and continue to miss your life by disagreeing with your emotions, by disagreeing of what arises in your life, in your living room, in your yard, in your mind stream, by adding to it some kind of judgment about it, which shuts it down. Just receive what's happening to you needs to happen. No matter how good it feels, no matter how bad it feels, and I say it needs to have just a way of a way of talking about ultimate truth or re- ultimate truth in a relative way, so that we can even come close to realizing our true nature is not just this human form sitting in this room. Way, way beyond that, to continue to use a relative way of talking about it. What
2: about So, if we're able to receive whatever arises, but don't see, um, not separate, are we living our life? That's the path. Can we live our lives on the path?
0: Yes. You've said in the past, just function. And I try to turn that into a project, is what does it mean to function? Don't do anything unless you have to. It's just a kind of a simple, simple simple-minded way of saying it. It's a, if you look at all the things you do that you don't have to do, you don't have to add, subtract, you don't have to judge others. You could have the emotion come up where someone has done something you don't like. But if you've been training your mind for, as you have for, what, 10 years, pretty solidly, 10 years at least, uh, you probably have, just guesswork here, probably have a lot more openness and understanding about the nature of your mind and the nature of what's happening with others than you did, say, 10 years ago. So there's more, you have more of an ability to just see what occurs without your, your addition to it. Sometimes this creates more suffering in the mind because then we have to actually be responsible for the shit that happened in the 13th century. You follow me a little bit? You have to be responsible for the ability to respond. It doesn't mean about blame, blaming or who's who's uh, to blame or it's not about that. It's, it's being able to respond in, a, in genuinely to whatever rises. This means all the feelings that come up. That are triggered by this out there. If you if you take that and you don't actually receive it, you'll continue to spin, you'll continue to torture yourself and torture others. It's, it's a it's simple, but it's uh, incredibly complicated and vast if you go into the if you take the the ego's uh preference and go into figuring it out, calculating, looking through, sorting, seeing who how many points do they have against them, how many points does this person have, not that you're doing the the accounting part of it, but there's some kind of a getting getting some kind of a credential from things that show up there there because that's happening because she said he, if he hadn't said, then I wouldn't more She's unbowing is is there confidence in functioning? Is there as our is there confidence?
2: The confidence
0: <laughs> there's no there's no one who's confident. That you're not one is not separate from anything anymore. So therefore, there's still the same, um, the same uh, um, consternation or difficulty or sad feelings or happy feelings or grouchy feelings. Those things are still going to come and go. So the confidence comes from seeing exactly what this is and exactly what it is. Simply put, it's not separate. There are no separate beings anywhere. Until you realize it, then you will. It's not, not condemning you to anything. You will continue to rotate in that area of me and my stuff and what I get and what I can't get and what I'm getting ahead and what I'm not getting ahead at and who deserves this and who deserves that. Chase, I'm bowing. Is there, is there any gradual development of that confidence or functioning? It um, probably will show up with differently with different people, but there's there's something like that occurring, but you can't necessarily go into that and start Mm -hmm. tabulating or start keeping track, keeping a scorecard or make a graph out of how much better you're doing. If you do that, it's not that there could not be some relative accuracy to that, but what is being missed is the totality of it. You can't see totality. Why can't you? You're not separate from totality. An Eyeball, the old image that's been used for centuries is an eyeball can't see itself. Did that work for you guys? <laughs> Question. Did you forget it? No, I didn't forget spin it. it up. Show about how you. You were talking earlier about um, how you didn't know what you're going to say next. Yes. And what shows up for me a lot is like a, a log jam. With I want to say something, and it's just flood with what I'm going to say next. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that, like the spaciousness you're talking about, show well, up? Just be it wonderful uh, statement and a wonderful image, just look at the log gen. Don't deconstruct anything. Leave that to the philosophers. Leave that to the psychologists. Leave it to Beaver. Whatever you want to do. (laughs) (laughs) So did I think that up? Leave it to (laughs) Beaver. Why is everyone laughing? (laughs)
2: Leave
0: it alone. But, But Look at that logjam, the ego mind wants to break that logjam apart and make the flow come back when you were such a great orator in college or whatever, mocking you a little bit. But I'm saying it is like this, which a time when I can really kind of hold forth and I can really have my concepts and my ideas together and people would, hear you know what I'm saying. Now you're at the point because you're training your mind, you've put all that on pause or whatever we should say and come back and now you're willing to not know. That has to happen. That logjam might have to be there for years. Perhaps there's no, there's no um, condemnation or no guarantee that it's going to break apart or come together. Uh, as more, uh, as a bigger logjam. The logjam is a, a great image for how the what the ego runs into when it gets perplexed and can't keep control of things. And when there's no logjam, then there's no one speaking. It, it probably doesn't look like it at all, but there's no one speaking here. There's no separate being here. There's no separate beings there either, but your belief structure is a little bit different than this person's. There's no particular belief here. It's a willingness to be lost. It's just a willingness, that's the path quality. Eventually there's, there isn't, you're not lost because there isn't anyone, so there isn't anyone, can't be lost. More? Of does our, is um, the motivation um, for our speech change on the path? Like why we're talking? The motivation changes. You've received, you're a fully ordained monk, you've received a vow, you're observing the vow to be with all things, and you see how just about impossible that is. The ego cannot do this. That's so why we have this file. Ego can't do that. It has to be a, a kind of, not, uh, it's not exactly a surrender, And then ego will get some credit for that too. But it's, it's like that. It's just don't add, don't subtract, don't divide. Just look at the logjam. People who do sometimes. Further questions? Since we're off in that area. So, grand.
2: So, grand, bowing. Nice yesterday. to
0: see you here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I usually see you, uh, see you in one of these little tiny postage stamp pictures.
2: Yeah.
0: So Can I just look at you for a while? Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead.
2: Thanks. Um, <laughs> yesterday, the area of strategizing came up. Yes. What is the, the higher transcendent nature? Oh, strategizing. Good
0: one. Just look if the strategy is just coming up, look at the strategy. Don't don't refuse anything. Anything that shows up is just it's just uh, stuff, to to put it generally. But it's but it doesn't that does not mean there there isn't some kind of relative accuracy in your life stream wherever you're at, having to do with your well your the way in which you're functioning in your profession and your situation there or in your relationship doesn't mean there isn't some relativity happening there so always include that but don't go in particularly and just use that because that seems to have the sharpest uh tongs and the heaviest hammer don't necessarily rely on that but include that in in the situation the strategy Something showing up for a strategy like the strat we've talked about strategies before but here's the way you can Talk, but don't leave this particular way of doing this. Just talk about the dharma, or just some people uh, in relationship might spend be better off just to talk, discuss the dharma and, not, and nothing else. And other people might be better; if they don't talk about the dharma at all, but do some other have some other kind of function
2: more. So, Bowing, you said there's still an accuracy that's occurring. Mm-hmm. What what is the accuracy beyond strategy?
0: This did push on that and it did cause this to fall over. So you see this did warm up and cause this to catch on fire. So the the strategy comes out of thinking that's all there is. That if we can just, if she said, they said, he did this and then that happened, we tend to get in there and say who caused what by who said what to who and we, we get that, that just uh, creates a kind of frequency that the ego mind hears and runs right into the, the protective mind, the paranoid mind, and wants to protect everything based on some kind of uh, imputed or uh, some kind of fear that is, has a, some kind of relative basis to it, that fundamentally or ultimately is just not true. Follow me or more?
2: So, will I'll go back and listen to this video again.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> I can't listen to. to a video, you're going to watch one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, Grandma, sometimes I ask a question and it's hard to receive the answer the first time around.
0: So you're not saying that my answer was implausible. You're saying that it was...
2: Hard to follow.
0: Okay. Hard to follow. All right. See, <laughs> not, not wrong, just hard to follow. Katie? be wrong.
2: Yes. So I've been watching how I react to things and seeing how inflated my ego has gotten.
0: Yeah. How do I, how, how do I, I let that... Wait, 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 wait. Let's go back. You've seen how inflated your ego has gotten.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, your ego has always been inflated. You're just now, you're, well, you're seeing more of it. It's no worse than it, than it was 20 years ago. It was more covered up than Now it's because of your practice. You're starting to see more of it, if I may say, say it that way. Go ahead, please,
2: uh, Katie Bowing. So, how do I how do I let that go and let the ego go, so it's
0: just not
2: such a problem? I feel like it's in the way of every interaction with every human being.
0: It's about awareness. It's not about getting rid of ego. Ego's unreal, so you're gonna need to get a. You can't overdose on ego. Get over to overdose on it. so it's, it's unreal. So it's be the, 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 this um, difficulty that you're saying, this is just difficult. Just be that for a while, let, let it just hang out there. Continue to meditate, train your mind, return to the wall, return to the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha. If that's working for you, the three jewels, which I think it is, just use that form. Return to the teaching, study with the, with the community. Return to the Sangha, the community. Return to the teacher, in this case, this person. And train your mind. Train your mind to see the go into the depth of what you're calling ego. And with uh, Shoto, he's talking about his area there is like a log jam. Um, just, Just look at that. Don't do anything with it. No additions, no subtractions. Don't abandon that for what you think it means. Have a willingness to be confused. That's why he's saying log jam. It's like confusion. But that's how you see that's how you awaken. You have to look at the confusion. If you take your negative feelings as they're arising, even if the person actually next to you shouted at you and said you were a fool and that everything, you, your whole life has been at one big long mistake and it happens to be your mom, but you could be. <laughs> a few smiles. Uh, that triggers stuff that comes up in the mind stream uh, that should just be received. Just receive it. it. Just needs to be there because it's dependent arisen. The There's no solid being anywhere. So if we, if whatever's arising, if you do anything with it, you continue the circularity of ego. I mean, it will, might go away a little bit because you're pushing out. I shouldn't be that way. I shouldn't be soft-centered, egotistical, or whatever your description may be. I shouldn't have a log jam. I should just figure that out, clean it up. No. Just observe, just observe, just see it, just witness that as it is. Have a willingness—you could say it this way—have a willingness to to just look at this ego mind that you you just described without doing anything with it. It's not real, but you have to see that.
2: Katie Bowing. So sometimes when I'm interacting with someone, I see expressions of body language that it's obvious that they're reacting negatively to me. And then I feel grief because I feel like I hurt somebody and I don't know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. What do I do with that?
0: Zip it. Don't talk to anybody unless you have to. I, I, don't, I can't imagine you hurting somebody with body language, although there's a few things that probably would work. But if, if this is something you're saying to somebody and you feel like you're hurting them, then stop talking, stop expressing yourself. Don't even apologize just be responsible for what's arising in the mind stream. You may have to stop talking for a while, but that would be up to you. I would, that's not a blanket thing for everyone. But in your situation, the way you're describing hurting people, that might be a, a, a way that you could function. As you've heard, the, the other one that I give to everybody if they are having difficulty with, with relationships in any form is Na'i Listen. We can't really do ninety ten, but if we say ninety ten, we probably might get to fifty fifty anyway, which is reasonable. Listen fifty percent of the time, talk fifty percent of the time. But if you do ninety ten, then then the person's probably going to wonder what's up with you. They'll ask you, and then you can say, well, "I'm just listening to you. I want to hear what you have to say." Receive, receive. So many people as a, as Buddhists. If you're practicing Buddhists, if you consider yourself. A Buddhist, or at least a student of what the Buddha had to say, it would be a, a kind of a lightweight way of talking about it, not wrong. But you could actually start to be kind to everyone, no matter how you feel. It's all order, but it's not even an order. It's just a suggestion.
2: Yeah. A question from Prakash in Nepal.
0: Prakash.
2: What is attention? Is consciousness and attention the same. It seems attention gives highest priority to thoughts. For example, if I am watching or listening to something, I find myself more conscious to thoughts than the things I am watching or listening to, because of which I cannot actually look clearly.
0: Yeah, well said. And so I would say Prakash, we've not met, but I would say, um, fundamentally sit more. And, and do a formless meditation. If you're in Nepal, I'm not sure if you're functioning with a, uh, under a, a meditation teacher there. But uh, I can't comment on that. But the way it looks to me is sit down, hold still, watch the movement. Very radical form of, of training the mind. Don't The way you're talking about that, I wouldn't do anything with it. Just just keep continue to observe the way the mind's working in that way. But yet you're... Uh, Get your body to the cushion or to a chair or whatever. Sit down in front of something where nothing's moving. All the senses are open and I'm receive, and just receive. And give it an hour or two a day. Get back to me in a couple of years, or get back to me in a couple of months, or don't get back at all. Other questions? Geez,
2: I'm buying. How are things both simple and complex?
0: Because they're not separate, so they're simple. They're complex because they they look separated. Looks like there's a whole bunch of stuff. You're smiling, so you must have a little bit of idea. Just like uh, Legos. One Lego is completely useless. 15 million Legos look uh, useful. I almost said useless. (laughs) <laughs> look useful. it's just more Legos. It's the duality part. It's the tunness thinking that there are lots of lots of things coming to that conclusion. And the, there are lots of things it's just that they're not real. It's an illusion. You're looking at an illusion all the time. You should say don't you think i know that <laughs> that would work shut me up
2: jason Bowen? go
0: ahead jason
2: you, you are fond of saying that nothing happens yes wow. and i kind of just taken that at face value i've been contemplating it can nothing happen
0: so we're you know the commentary "Nothing happens" comes from from uh, Rangjung dorje the 16th Karmapa, who passed uh, passed on and uh, uh, entered peri- his uh, parinirvana in 1981. I don't remember the month. A long time ago, he was I think he was in his 50s somewhere. He wasn't very old. So that was something he said on his uh, on his deathbed. It would be the way he said death. that's what he said to the regent Ursal Tenzin. Uh, "Nothing happens," and when someone like that says "nothing happens," Uh, we we listen or we wonder about what, what what is intended there. It's just it's just a direct pointing at the nature of reality. But you can't say that unless you see it, and you can't hear someone say that and then begin to use that yourself unless you see it. And I see it. It's not a credential because since nothing happens, then you don't even get a credential. You can't get anything. No need anything. It's just, it's a way of talking about relative truth so that those who are locked up in their life, in their passion, aggression, ignorance, of bewilderment over, uh, and their uh, bewilderment over right and wrong and what they've said and what somebody else said to them and what they did and what, it's just a, a labyrinth of, of, um, spinning around passion, aggression, ignorance, jealousy, avarice, death, hiring. But you can't solve that. You can't work it out so. Oh, everything's okay now because we worked it out. Not that you couldn't do something like that because of causes and conditions that it wouldn't, over a period of time, show up as a result. This is what's called materialism. Is When something relatively is worked on and then it shows up with good results, then then we grab onto it and say, ah, this worked. Um, I used the, I'm okay, you're okay psychology, or I used the primal therapy or primal scream therapy or i used uh cognitive behavioral Uh, on and on we could go on there's hundreds and hundreds of therapies not wrong relatively they're right and they may that may be all you need to live the rest of your life uh, in relative happiness as possible possible not super likely but possible and if that's all there was uh then uh, maybe that's all we'd have to do. It's like I sometimes say, if if you live forever, why would you meditate? Meditate at all, because after about five or 600 years, you'd finally stop acting crazy and finally see that there really isn't anything to do. Stop fighting with everything. Don't go to war. Michael Bowen. Go ahead. Is death just emptiness? Well, it certainly it's empty of a physical body, but relatively empty, yes. But it's, it's uh, uh, the way you're using the word emptiness, uh, the, the, the Buddhist teaching is, is that things are empty of our ideas about them. So we impute this and that and this and that about things. So. But the way you're talking about it, it's not, it's not particularly a... Uh, um, well, as I said, it's empty of a body. You're no, you're no longer physically... Uh, alive but it's not empty of of uh, what it is it's empty of how it looks is
2: is the relativity the
0: all relativity is gone at death right i don't know haven't died yet <laughs> That was kind of a gruesome laugh. (laughs) Death comes without warning, and this Balu will be a corpse. But you won't. And there's no guarantee of that. It's just uh, I'm not going to guarantee anything, but I don't need to. I'm looking at it. Nothing is threatened. Even even this body come to an end is uh, who you are is not threatened. Go ahead. You,
2: you. A question from Lydia Lydia When I sit, I often fall asleep and have many dreams, but when I wake up, I open my eyes and I keep meditating. Should I differentiate between what my mind produces when I'm sleeping and when I'm awake?
0: No. Well, don't don't differentiate at all. I'm not saying get rid of that word or get rid of differentiation or that starts to happen spontaneously. But no deliberate. I'm not saying just don't deliberately go in and deliberate or differentiate.
2: Yeah, what I just said. (laughs) Jason Brown. What the word happens. says that there's an action but nothing is absence of anything so what i was trying to kind of get at is can that action of nothing i mean what's happening if there's nothing and is there anything
0: well there, there is but it's not separate so this is, the not, not, nothing happens is a, is a path, as a teaching that is pointing at something to help uh, encourage people to, to, uh, to see what this is, to look at, question this, look at this. Is something happening? What is, what is happening? He's saying nothing happens. What is, what is that? How could there be a situation where nothing happens? And of course, things are happening everywhere. It's, the world is full of happenings and happenstance, happen circumstance. So, he's not, but he's not denying that. He's saying that fundamentally, he's pointing at ultimate reality with that relative comment and encouraging you to look deeply into your mindstream. You have to see this, some kind of concept or idea or what what I say, even though I talk all the time these days. um, I'm encouraging you to see this yourself. If you do, uh, the, the whole idea, not that past and future will disappear, but the, 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 the belief in some kind of a solid future or some kind of solid past, that tends to uh, become transparent. So it's no longer much of a reference point. Other questions in here? Any, any questions? Any more
1: questions? Kevin Bowen. Kevin, go ahead. Sometimes I feel like if I walk into an environment, I can pick up on other people's feelings. Are those just my own emotions? Bowing.
0: Not necessarily. Well, they could be something that's being that's radiating. So the uh, things are not. Nothing is really separate. So then, the way that non-separation shows up uh, is it can be uh, you have the and it can be another separation. That's why it's so complicated. And that separation might be said that you have a sensitivity to certain people's feelings and somebody else doesn't. So there's a separation. And some people are, some people who are extremely psychic or extremely, uh, are able to look into into consciousness just naturally much deeper than anyone else. Uh, when they're very young, they 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 find soon enough, they need to keep their mouth shut because other people are not seeing what they're seeing and they're seeing all kinds of phantasmagoria. People, some people are very porous in that they're very, their consciousness is not, uh, shall we use the relative term, as stabilized or as protected as others. That uh, can be very helpful, and it can be confusing.
1: Kevin Bowing: yes. is, there, is the approach to receiving one's own emotion different from receiving what is coming from an apparent other? that
0: pretty much the same. Whatever shows up, uh, if it looks like it's someone else or it looks like it's you, uh, the differentiation there is you could do that, but it's not really necessary. Just receive, just uh, you know, eat the whole sandwich. Don't open it up to see if there's pickles in there or not. Just take it, receive it, receive it, receive it. Go ahead.
1: I just feel that when I have my own difficulty. I have a, it's not easy for me to like get away from that, but I have the option sometimes of like walking away from another person. Yeah. But I don't know. Nothing nothing more. Thank thank you so much.
0: Yeah, you're Um, welcome. And that's a good good, uh, description of the way duality just has its grip on us you can you you can walk away from another person which shows up as you think they're separate and you but you you can't walk away from your own uh mindstream which uh, is, is another view of separation no separation
1: kevin bowen so in relative like pop parlance there's this idea of like getting rid of toxic people from your life yeah but uh which, which seems sort of absurd but you also say not to maintain anything so i wonder to what degree we stay with difficult people mm-hmm. without maintaining bowing
0: very good so uh, as this, you've heard this way before i got here uh is uh it's a middle way just not too tight not too loose stay in touch a little bit but not so not so so close that you that you get um, infected by that to such an extent that it's causing you some kind of grief so do something with it stay in touch somewhat so well, a little bit do a little bit but don't do so much that's going to go uh, put you over the top into an area where you can't where their uh, craziness or probably want to say it is you know is uh, affects you too much or you can't even function so a little bit. Wulong.
2: Well, i bowing <clears throat> when you're in a situation in a relationship and the other person feels like they have a giving up by way of concluding something and um, I feel very porous too. So I, I absorb that giving up and, I've, and then I feel like I've given up and so you have the apparent two people that have given up, and it feels like a shutdown of investigation. Sure. Where to from there?
0: Well, the the variables are so great there. Uh, there there's no like blanket. Oh, always do this or do that. Um, you know, if both people are meditators. I think that helps, but that's not going to solve it. Um, I think less is better, and when I say less, I'm saying don't describe or justify, validate anything in particular uh, about that or create more stories around it. And, of course, uh, what I always say is train your mind to see clearly so that when you run into that kind of a, a um, uh, construct or elaboration that you're not consumed by, it. you're not pulled into it, feeling it has to be solved or I have to, we have to do something about this. It's like being in the middle of a rainstorm and it's, you're getting wet and feeling like you've got to do something about the rainstorm, which you have no say-so about. It's dependently arisen. The thoughts inside of your mind are dependently arisen. They are none of your business. Not easy to see that.
2: Jason Bowen.
0: Jason, go ahead. Uh,
2: um, since this talk is entitled Why, I've, I've often wondered, A lot of religions, a lot of spirituality is is interested in the question of meaning or purpose, but you don't talk a lot about the meaning or purpose, and I often wonder why that is.
0: Well, we we have a meaning or purpose on the Bodhisattva path. I don't know if I can answer your question in the way you would like an answer, but the purpose here is to save all beings. We're, We're all human beings to actually begin to live your life, to help others. And this doesn't mean ignore your own uh, hunger or ignore your own particular needs, but insofar as you can, try to try to attempt to endeavor to care for others, maybe not always in the way that they uh, say they want your care, but in a way of just being with them. So that, that would be a, a purpose. Uh, and so far, the closest we're going to get to that is to to put others before yourself save all beings be with all things whatever shows up don't don't disagree don't agree don't look away the purpose is to see uh, as as a living being that you are fundamentally not separate from anything you're not separate from the worst worst um, um terrible person that ever lived who like Stalin who killed millions of his countrymen nor of the most wonderful Person who's ever lived, the Buddha, or more historical figures like uh, Mahatma Gandhi or someone like that. So you're not separate from anyone. Separated, yes. The fundamental situation is not separate. It's about purpose, would be to see that, see the truth yourself. It's not a conclusion conclusions are about relative truth. Any further questions? We could take a couple more maybe if we have them.
2: Teresa Bowling. Teresa, go ahead. When I'm stuck in why questions about a particular situation, are there ways that I could uh, turn them into what questions? Bowling.
0: Yes, you could. You could. Uh, it's, a, it's a specific. Uh, why am I feeling this way? You could, instead of doing that, you could say, "What is this feeling?" Rather than abandon what is showing up for what, who caused it or whatever. Not that you're abandoning abandoning it completely when you do that, but it's enough that it gets to keep celebrating itself as the feeling that you're going to have to deal with. So you could say, "What is that?" If you, if you if you say what then what uh, what are we doing here we're actually activating a teaching that i talk about all the time Is just receive if you say what then you're asking a question what is that then whatever it is however it's showing up uh, as, as an image or a feeling or a texture or a quality or emotion however it may be then you're, you're going to get to look at it and then the, the practice part of it is As soon as one part of it starts to show up, not the whole thing, but just a part of it, the temptation is to grab that and run with it and make it a result and make it into, well, that's why. So now I know why. So if the whole entirety shows up uh, of why, uh, some kind of a relative truth about it, it will collapse. Why? It's not separate. I say why, I'm going to tell you what it is. Not separate but it has to be a what question rather than a why. And then the other, the other questions are who and where? Who, who is it? And where is this? Where am I? Where is, where is this? Chisho, go ahead.
3: Chisho Um more a comment than a question, Sokuzan, yes, if please. I may, uh, exactly what you're saying. I've been thinking about this right from the beginning of the talk. There is a very famous problem-solving method that we all use, NASA uses it as well. And that is called Kepner-Trego. So when there is a problem, you never that according to that methodology, you follow a methodology, never ask the question, why? <laughs> you begin with exactly what you said: What is a problem? What is not a problem? Where is the problem? Where is not the problem? When is the problem? When is not the problem? You go through those and then you come up with more clarity of whatever there is in front of you. After that is done, if at all, you go and ask the question of who or why. Because who or why right in the beginning starts off a witch hunt, always.
0: (laughs) Well said. Is that what you used? Uh, 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 use uh, as being a chemist, is that used in your uh,
3: process? Uh, yes. Absolutely, because it's so complicated. Otherwise, the the problems that we have to solve. Yes. And, and same thing with NASA as well. Uh, they, it's incredible the number of things that happen together in order to for an effect to happen. Yes. So yes. they very strictly follow. And once it becomes a methodology, everybody talks the same language. Yes. Otherwise, one person is enough to derail it with a who or a why question. (laughs) Also. Yeah. yeah. So it's yes, it's a very common or a very popular methodology we all follow, almost like a a religion.
0: Yes. So Augie, do you agree with that? You're a chemist.
1: Uh, I agree, even though I'm a chemical engineer. Sorry.
0: Oh. Oh, sorry, I, I didn't want to get you mixed up with uh, engineering and chemistry.
1: No, 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 but, uh, but I do have a question, please. Go ahead. Uh, it seems like we're always telling kids, uh, asking them, why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? And it's, it seems like it's sending the wrong, completely the wrong message. Should we, is yes. it worthwhile trying to cut back on that, bowing?
0: Yes, it's, uh, I first learned this when my mother would say, why did you spill that? and we've all heard this before and of course that was all i could do to contain my response because uh, i felt like it <laughs> you guys ever do that <laughs> get in big trouble doing that so okay uh thank you uh to all of you for joining and she Show, thank you for your um explaining of uh, what it is i don't understand i pre- appreciate that so i guess we can say uh, adios, uh, amigos, amigas.
1: May the meritness penetrate into all places so that we and every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way. san <speaking in> shi
2: shi
0: directions, the three
3: worlds, all Buddhas, all venerable ones, bodhisattvas, mahasattvas,
2: the great Prajna, Parvita.
0: Bodhisattvas of the ten directions, one three times, please hear us. Please come down
3: out of the light and protect the Kapoorie Buddhist temple monastery. Our Sangha families, friends, and visitors heal everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering and fill them with light. If you value the teachings of Sokozan and you would like to support his teaching work and the functions of Sokukoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, which also supports monk and practice residents, please consider giving a donation by visiting our website at sokukoji.org.